When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rock Wars, the wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. All right, off we go with the most moral man in all of Phoenix. Uh, I said moist. Most moral. Ugh. He's the moist, moist moral man. <laughs> His name is Father Dale. He used to work at St. Tim's. He's the moist moral man. Because of that hot tub. Get kids in that hot tub. Yikes. Anyway, Brady is here to uh, to solve all your problems. If you want to throw a few quick hitters at us, Facebook, Brett's manning that right now. If you want to go to our Facebook page, toss a couple on there. If you don't, that's fine, too. Brett will monitor. If you come up with any good ones while we're playing What Would Brady Do? Well, then gosh darn it all. Brett, please, by all means, interrupt and ask a question or two all right. while we do this. In the breaking meantime... Breaking What Would Brady News. Yeah, that's breaking uh, What Would Brady Do's News. <laughs> it's like Gary Gnu. Gary Gnu, Blue's Clues. That's right. With our, I used to remember I used to do that. Uh, did we do that here? I did that at the zone only. With I think we did it once a long time. Andy Sipowitz Blues Clues in White yeah. PD Blues Clues. Yeah. Yes. Serial killer trivia was Sipowitz too. Was it? Cereal is in breakfast cereal. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what a wonderful idea it was. We've earned our stripes. Anyway, it's time for uh, What Would Brady Do? And you can uh, check out uh, our sponsor right there, Mo Money Pawn. They've got M&P Jewels right there at 12th Street and Indian School. I always forget that. 12th Street and Indian School. And at uh, M&P Jewels, you can uh, get any jewelry you can imagine. You can drop off some jewelry and get a fair price for it. Pick something up, get a fair price for it. Uh, It's as easy as pie. And why pay all those extra markup fees and everything else that all those other places charge when you can just go? And get something, uh, you know, unique and very unique most of the time and sometimes antique. So you can drop yours off if you don't want it or you can pick something up if you do. MMP Jewels right there, 12th Street and Indian School. Brady, are you ready? Ready. Uh, Dear Brady, my wife has started farting on me a lot. Uh, Why in the world did this start? I have no clue why. It feels like I'm being told to leave her alone. Does your wife fart on you like a dude? It's new. I told her I hate it. Here's the rub, though, Brady. I'm shaped like you. I look like you. I laugh like you. I can't stop laughing when she does it, and I absolutely hate it. I think I'm kind of encouraging it accidentally. What do you do when your wife farts to tell her it's disgusting? Because I know you probably laugh, too, Ben. Uh, you giggle when Ronnie all, farts on you? <laughs> the, I, bet, I bet you giggle like a school child. Three times that I maybe uh, heard her. Fart. Too too yeah. many. <laughs> that is too 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 unacceptable. <laughs> it scared her never to do it again. Yeah, more or less. But because um, you went beast you know, mode. I li- no. <laughs> she slept outside for a week. That's right. Um, but well, first question: 
you fart on her. Are you her honking on her? That's the big the thing. That's right. Um, then that makes it more comfortable, more acceptable. Uh, you've created that monster a little bit. If you're farting on her, she's going to eventually start farting on you. Yeah. It's just the way it works. And it's the right way. You don't have a. Do you fart all over Medea? Nope. And she didn't no. fart on you and you don't fart on her, no. right? No. I mean, I'll let him loose in front of her here and there, but I'm not. I'm not yeah, doing it on her. her. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing it on her. But like you in don't, bed, you don't Dutch oven. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're not laying in bed and watching TV and just go. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, no. no. Sometimes, no. Never. Try not to. You do. Yeah. And you do. You fart I'll, on the couch and then giggle like a kid. No, most of the time I'm um, walking by and all of a sudden, what was that or something like that? Right. But but not a ton of <laughs> you times, fart on. You know? That's farting on someone. Yeah. If you walk by them, gas crop, it. Crop dusting. And so you, crop dusting yeah, counts? Counts as farting on something. Sure. I think that counts as yeah. disrespectful. But Don't you? Like if well, you did it to you, you'd be like, you pig. Absolutely. Yeah, terrible. But I roll through Costco crop dusting all them idiots for the That's samples fine. and you stuff. That's fine. Okay. No, you have no intention of spending any face time on their no, genitals. Not with anybody at Costco. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, maybe if you're, you're waiting, if you're waiting in gym. line for samples now. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to gas your sampler. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I have curtailed it over the last couple of years. You've slowed it down a little. Yeah, only because I don't want to set that example for right. Kirby to be comfortable. Because she started to do it. Yeah. You noticed that she started to make joke farts. Yeah. And that's because of you. Yeah. Has she stopped? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. Was Kirby Kirby started getting into the whole gassing out rooms yeah. and thinking it was hilarious. Which and I'm like, you know who did that, right? brought Dad. Yeah. Daddy's bright red cheeks in the... <laughs> you have a silly laugh when farts happen. Your farts. Like you don't find other people's farts as amusing as your own, but you enjoy your farts, and you turn bright red, and you start this chuckle like church laugh, right? Like you're not allowed. And it, and if I was a kid and I saw that, I'm like, this dude loves farts, and I'm going to do it for him. I can't help it. A big fan, big fan of farts <laughs> of your own farts. You're very yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I guess. You're a narcissist about for you're a farcist. I could be. Your own farts do smell, and you love it because it's hilarious. But back to this guy, you need to knock yeah. it off if you're doing that. Um, and you got how do you stop secondly, laughing? You, you tell her. You qu- well, I think he said it. I told her it's gross, but I can't stop laughing. Enjoy the moment. <laughs> Breathe it in. <laughs> take in her. Take, take in, in her, the essence. It's like a potpourri. It's it's a long race. Yeah. So you say, just deal with it. Yeah. Would you ever retaliate by farting back on her and saying, it's gross, knock it off, like children would do? Payback? I think payback, uh, I'd gasser. probably do a payback if, if she did something like that. Like, you want to go there? Then, yeah, you're going to lose this fight. You don't realize how much I'm holding in. I had three, I, count them, three Fiber One bars yesterday. Three. Oh, boy. I about burned a hole in the mattress. <laughs> I still think of the one story that you told our buddy Colin. Yeah. Oh. Where he, the next morning, he oh, went no. into the car. We wasn't went, it? Was, you know, no, we went to the movies. He farted in the I car as we were that. parking. I've never smelled anything like it. It was like salmon with uh, diarrhea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll refrain from the rest of the description. But there it was, disgusting. We go to the movie. We come back to the car. It's as strong as it was when we left. I'm like, it's never coming out. The drive back window's down awful. Next day at work. Still Go in to there. lunch, and he's like, you're not going to believe this. And it's it hung around in there. I think he dumped, and he doesn't even know. It was like an Invisidump. But, yeah, don't fart on each other. You know, that's just not cool. And everybody always says that. My Katero, our friend Katero, 
says that he just loves farting on uh, his his lady. Yeah. And she likes it too, so they're into weird stuff. Mm. Yeah, whatever you you know. So I didn't know crop dust That's counted. their deal. Crop dusting counts. I didn't know that counted. Think of her All doing right. it. Think of oh. think of her walking oh, by right. you. You know you're, the joy of crop dusting. Crop dust, but not people yeah. you he, care about. Uh, oh, <laughs> you don't crop dust the loved ones. You crop dust the slugs in line at the QT. <laughs> you crop dust people that you just you want to look back and know that you did something and everybody's affected and that oh, you, you created the worst some, when you've yeah. been crop dusted and you're like okay, oh which guy the yeah, worst part is that guy right when there. you crop when you get crop dusted by the guy in front of you and there's twelve or fifteen people behind you you have to make a big scene so people know it wasn't you that's crop dusting them like oh oh like what's ahead of you. So the people behind him, it wasn't him. It was the guy in front of him. So everybody Who knows. Who do you think it is? It's this guy curled up in a ball laughing so yeah. hard. Yeah, it's Brady. <laughs> if you see Brady and there's the smell of fart in the air and he's bright red, he did it. If he's not bright red, he didn't do it. He can answer the question, like, Brady, yeah, did you I'll, fart? I'll no, tell I you. did not. I'll tell you. You'll you know. You won't. You will actually won't tell us. Well, but if you, you know when I say I did not do that. You, you did not laughing. Giggles. But you say I didn't do it when you did do it and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, he did it. And he's disgusting. Brady tries to crop dust on planes and places that you're trapped with the crop dusting. That's not crop dusting. That's just farting on someone. If you're stationary, you farted on them. If you're crop dusting, you farted near them. But if you did it like their head height and you're on by the couch and you walk by, you farted Oh, yeah, that's bad. You farted on them. If they walk into, like if you're in the room by yourself and you gas out and they walk in, that's just collateral damage. If you can blow it out like the Tijuana Brass Band, like Toledo, right. then you want to share it. <laughs> this guy. Because he can hit some notes. He's, that, uh, he's Doc Severinsen back there. Chuck Mangione is jealous. He's, he's, you are, Can't do it at home. Got to do it here. I picture his butt cheeks like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dizzy Gillespie. I mean. There are times. Yeah. There are times. Just uh, Dear Brady, does it make me a bad person that I don't follow any of the social stuff that's going on? My boyfriend always comes home and says, I can't believe this, can't believe that. But I don't know anything about it because I just ignore it. He says that I'm being ignorant, and right now that's the same as being a white supremacist. He and I fight about this, and I think we might break up over it. He called me stupid Friday, and I think it's for the last time. Uh, It makes me miserable to follow this. Does that make me dumb, Kelly? No. I actually think you're you're probably better off in the the long run for sure. but it depends on what you're you're doing, you know, at work and with other people that you're hanging around. Yeah. It's up to you whether you want to follow. I mean, it's just like if you're hanging around people that are sports or fans of uh, baseball, yeah. for example, but you don't follow. In you don't have to way, be a jerk about it. But I guess the like sports are just like you can see if somebody likes sports or doesn't like sports. Yeah. If, you, if somebody at work's talking about George Floyd or Jacob Blake. And people are giving they look at you and you're like, I don't know anything about it. You are going to get looked at as kind of like lost. I don't think you can wander through life ignorant of all of it. You have to, at the very least, be aware of the names and stuff. Just say, I just stay out of it because it makes me so sad. That's the best answer you can give. All yeah. this makes me miserably sad and I try to, I just feel bad that we're in this position. I think you have to have a pat answer to make it look like you care, you just can't dive in. I ran into someone um, last week, and you know who they were, but they had no idea about the uh, the shooting and the what was going on in no Kenosha. kidding. Yeah, 
It's they just that, don't. They just don't man, follow that is, it. That they is don't. a rare person. Yeah. But these it is. Days. Yeah, it's a strange thing to be able to do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you stay away. There's a point that uh, maybe it's a little bit easier. Well, now it's opened up, back up a little bit. But during the pandemic, if you're not watching news or anything, you're not gonna. Yeah. There's not much. Uh, but I'd like to. Think you don't even, do Facebook. You don't yeah. do. But even I, th- I think without this job, I think I would still be aware. You'd be aware. I think it's just a desire to know what's going on, so I don't walk into a buzzsaw. Yeah, I think that's my thing. Because and that it does can make be you a feel trap stupid. too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not necessarily an intentional trap, but for people like me, if I wasn't paying attention to stuff, yeah. I'd wander into a room and make a joke and not yes. realize that this is the least yes. timely thing you could ever make. So I kind of keep my eye on yeah, all that. Hundred percent. And that's more me than it is this job. By the way, if I get another email. About Hildy's engagement, like I'm truly that. <laughs> you're you're, in, morning. you're let, in morning. Let me let you know, everybody. It's kind of part of the show. <laughs> I, I knew deep down this wasn't a real. You know, you realize that I was aware of the fourth wall, right? I don't know that you guys were so much. You see it, dude. Hildy's engaged. So sorry. It's like when Farley died, and people said that you were your life was over, Brady. Now this guy says after getting out of a uh, this is live off of the Facebook yes. just fired it over after getting out of a three and a half year relationship which ended poorly I'm not talking to my high school girlfriend from seven years ago do I pursue a relationship or keep it friends Look Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well. That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. He's now talking to his high school? Yeah, he, re- he reached out to his girlfriend from high school. I don't, I mean, I don't see what's wrong with that. I do. Think about why it ended. Oh, I, I thought he was getting off a, a, a three and a half year with another person. He was, and so now he's rekindled with a yeah. You're going back in high school, so he's one is done though. Oh, the thing he was doing is done. Okay, and then he's moving, but then he just jumped right towards like I got to find oh this. So he went back to his. I don't think he should leap towards those. Why? No, nah, just works out pretty good for Brett's parents. <laughs> I guess we want to use them as an yeah. example. I mean, but, but it hasn't but worked I do out for know, me. And they're not the only ones. I've known yeah. plenty that have. Uh, you go gone back bad. to high school. I, I just think there's a reason you broke up in the first place. I, I think mean, it's because you were kids. I think you, yeah, like, you, you think back at your high school relationship, like as a functioning adult, and you realize how weird it actually was. But you also knew I had no responsibility. It was all fun. I think you want to keep that and memory. You that memory. The things don't that you? you liked about them. Maybe, you know, whether yeah, but or not in it's high there. school, they shouldn't be that way anymore. And you shouldn't be hearkening back to feelings of high school love because it's incomplete. Look, I think you it, need those memories to stay. If it's 20 years later there. and they still look great, sure, there's you that. to go back to that. <laughs> Right. I'm just saying. That's a rare. You can't relive that memory. So especially fresh off a breakup, you go running back to what, what a time that was, oh, this was so much fun. And then you realize, then you're going to wreck your memories too. So be careful. You have a lot in common. That's the other thing. That, you that think? when you go back to, uh, you know, especially if uh, you kind of grew up. Maybe each other in common. But there's a reason you haven't talked in seven years. It's amazing how many times you hear that happen. So on um, sure. older folks are like, oh, yeah, I knew her from high school. and Yeah. it's. I think it's a rarity. 
never heard from my dad that you know he never came home. Like, yeah, I just remember from the days in Cuba. <laughs> right, your Cuban Cuban mistress. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, my dad's a racist. There's no question about it. My new girlfriend is mixed race, black and Puerto Rican. Whoa, you're tired. Uh, who do I tell first? Uh, should I tell my new girlfriend that my dad will never accept her and there's no point in ever meeting my family? Or do I tell my dad I have a girl he will never be around because he's an awful person I can't trust? Dennis. I got to test the waters first. I mean, I got to bring them together in the same her, room. No, I bring her over to the house or introduce him and, and see how he reacts. That's Is, what I'm saying. You put him in the same room. But he knows exactly how he would react, even if it was his son's girlfriend's. Because sometimes that changes when all of a sudden it's a family member that all these things that have been built up in the past. And like, you know what? I have to accept this. You now. didn't watch The Sopranos when Meadow brought Noah home. You're right. Yeah, that was a tough one. Charcoal? Yeah, because he called them <laughs> names and stuff. He's like, I don't think your family wants you with me, and I don't want you with mine. So let's just have an agreement here. This is the last time you're going to be in my house. And then he called him a terrible name. And it's like, you're a racist. And it's numerous terrible names. Yeah, very, very many. Yeah. My, you know, I can, I know when my papal chick and Babu, yeah. Irish Catholic, yeah, and my mom's sister, uh, my Aunt Sue, when she uh, fell in love and basically her first husband, yeah. they had to elope because he was Jewish. Yeah, but that's a little different. Although it would drive him nuts if right. he was black I mean, and Jewish. But they finally came around. Yeah, and they're just like, there's a finally coming around thing. But if your dad was a racist and you're dating a black girl, would you put her in that room? I would. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem. I would tell her what she's getting into here. Understand. I would just say, what's the point of this? I think it would be funny in a way that you both like. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Man. For her and I to enjoy the fact. It's like, come on, <laughs> She's going to love it. You're right. She is just going to love every like, second Unbelievable. I mean, because yeah. I don't think you would. Unless you think. He's going to get to the point where it's going to be violent or something. No, but I mean, it might but, be like, uncomfortable. It would make him uncomfortable because a lot of times people are uh, the. You don't think it would make comments. her uncomfortable to have this guy shouting out, and then maybe if she it, might if fight it back? It does for her, for sure. I'm not going over there. But at yeah. the same time, it points out how bigoted they are. How, But that's the point. He's like, my dad's a racist. My girlfriend is mixed race. Why even join these two? Like, there's no point, really. Well, I think that I mean, I think it's a learn a total learning curve because a lot a lot of people the the bigoted comes from a lot of that is from the lack of interaction. They really don't have sure. that. They're just basing it on stuff until you really spend time with that person. If he, if he, if that he gives the culture. opportunity, because I know I've got family members that wouldn't do it. Oh yeah, I understand, sure. and I yeah. understand. I mean, it's that. like but I'm saying they're you, they're few removed. My point but. is is. Let her know. Control the expectations. So you tell her you first. You still want to go over there. My dad's horrible. He's yep. a racist. I don't care if you ever meet him, but definitely you're going to know if we go forward, our relationship is not going to be parentally sound. Yeah, you're you're not, this is just, I think you tell her, yeah. and then tell your dad, I'm dating a, a black Puerto Rican girl, and I don't care what you think, uh, but you're never going to meet her because I don't. I think you do exactly what you said in the what, letter. What you tell you them both, even, and then don't introduce them unless they both say we really want to meet. Why would you, you know, there's a point of saying the first time you meet, don't even say anything about that. The race. Uh, you don't think he's not going to notice a Puerto Rican and, 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 and an African American? I mean, come on, mixed up. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, my dad's not Sammy Sosa. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, put all this makeup on. We'll, we'll clown white she's you in not, the house. She's Dominican, Dad. <laughs> 
I mean, I like my friend uh, Winston or Reggie or any of the guys I hang out with or know. Yeah. I wouldn't say, hey, my dad's a horrible racist. Do you want to meet him? I'm not, I'm not getting right. in the middle of that. It might cause trouble. And it's the same with a relationship. That's tough. Well, it's amazing that you came out of that too. You know, usually when you're – if you're – if the parent is a horrible racist, well, we, we, that's, there's a pretty good chance that that trickles down into the It does. Kids. If you're talking about that kind of – um, you know, guys, a white supremacist. Well, if your dad's extreme, David Duke, yeah, well, that, that's he, going extreme. But I mean, yeah. racism is like I just don't want this in my house, or I don't trust this, or I don't. And he says yeah. terrible things, or me. And then, but I mean, like that's happened in my life as just life experience for for my dad and everything else. He was raised by staunch European Scandinavian people who didn't ever want to be mingling with other races. So then my dad had to move away from there to realize I don't know what the big deal was, and then he grew from it. But like you're saying, if you put if you put that in front of my grandpa, there would have been fireworks. Just based on you don't bring people who are different Scandinavian people and the, the olden days. That's all they you don't bring in anything else. Norway still does it pretty much. I mean they're fighting it now, but I mean up that that dude that shot up all those schools a couple of years ago basically did it because they dropped the law that said you you can marry outside of a Norwegian yeah, family. And see, I find um, a lot of times the interaction actually diffuses a lot sure of if you have willing because participants. that's what you realize um you know when you get into it right because but if you I have think two- that's my my grandfather came around on you know the re- obviously it was a religious difference between catholic and but eventually uh, you're saying he came around to the idea of it but it took some time and it's probably really super uncomfortable yeah. and they have to be willing to do it you can't just throw them together in a room and say you guys get together eventually you have to have that you know maybe jumping in there Knowing that it's going to be under control on that side of it. I don't introduce her. I don't make her uncomfortable until I'm locking that in. Until I tell my dad, look, you have to change your ways or she's never coming over. And she's winning right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, there is parts that you'd, you'd run it by and say, yeah. here's a girl that I'm dating. Yeah, right I would now. just tell I would and tell, I don't tell want them both. Her, yeah. Tell them what you told us. I'm dating a Puerto Rican black girl. And you're a racist, so I'm not bringing her to you. So this is never going to be a thing. And tell her, my dad's a racist. You're never going to meet him. I don't want to put you in that spot. And depending on how hardcore he is, he may not care. He's a like, good. Don't bring her around. Yeah, you know. I mean, you'll find you're, out. You're taking that chance too. Yep. He knew that when he started dating her. But a black Puerto Rican girl, <laughs> forget it. Bet she can cook though. Oh man, the food, the <laughs> smells in that house are going to be amazing. And she's got energy. And oh, she can work with a blade. Well, I see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, can, she can work with a blade, all right. <laughs> Have sex with me and steal my wallet at the same time? She's amazing. <laughs> uh, dear Brady, I bought my brother and his wife a car a while back. I paid for it for five years, and it helped them get back on their feet. It helped him get his job. It helped everything. It was a nice car. It wasn't crazy, but it was brand new. And now he's selling it straight across, no trade, just selling it outright because he's got his own car. Don't I get some of that? Maybe get it outright. Seems wrong to sell something you didn't pay for. Okay. I'll just have to go go back and did you buy this car for your brother? That is more or less a gift. Yeah. And if you were to take this into a court of law. Yeah. You know, but at the same time. I understand. If you, I bought you, you a you're, car, you're putting yourself in that. Yeah. You're saying if that were me and that did that, I'd I would probably say I'm going to sell the car. Um, it sounds like he's back up on his feet. 
So you'd like to see him go, hey, this car that you bought me, I'm gonna, it's not what you paid, but I'm going to give back what I get for it because we're on our feet again, and that got us here. So I would be, I would be a little bit more bent out of shape if I heard a couple of times when I get back on my feet, I definitely yeah. want to make it. But if you didn't hear that, you're just helping your brother out. Right. And you have to take that chance. Get like, over it. It's like loaning money. What's the difference? Yeah. Loaning money. You don't expect it back. If you get it back, it's because the person was decent. Otherwise, you learn your lesson saying, I loaned you money, never got it in return. You'll never get anything again from me. That's basically how that works. It's, uh, That's how you have to yeah. look at it that way. If you, give, if you do something out of the you kindness. You buy your mom a house yeah. and she turns around and sells the house. You're like, hey, wait. Yeah. Do I get that? I get a piece of that. I get my investment back. It's a tough one. But if you're doing stuff like that, you have to do it. With the wide open thing at the end. Or just get one of Brett's people to go over there and make sure that they know that car ain't going anywhere without a price tag. <laughs> you would like people to be that way. But if they're not, they're not. It's kind of a dick move, though. I mean, it's a huge you, dick you move. Gotta, you got you to gotta at least give him a cut. Well, I mean, how he, bad? I hell, he bought yeah, it for you. Exactly. Now, how bad would you feel all of a sudden the guy, his brother, sells a car yeah. and turns around and says, hey, I want to give you half of what I got. What do you mean how bad? You've already blown your gasket like this guy. Well, I wouldn't blow my gasket. I think I don't think he's blowing it. I think he's basically asking the question is like, do I expect this? Do you not? I, I think when you give somebody something, you expect nothing in return. There's always room for an apology, too, if you do yeah. blow your gasket. Because right. you didn't know. You, he might have just decided to give you money after you blew your gasket, too. But I will so. tell you this. Thanksgiving's going to be fun. If he does sell it, never talks to you about it because you're going to pop. Oh, yeah. Eventually, going to be like, well, you know, maybe I'll buy you another car you can sell and be fine. And uh, and take advantage of me that way, yeah. you know. You do want reciprocation, but when you give something, it's because you wanted to, not because you wanted something in return. It's kind of like um, you were Santa saying Claus. one time about controlling your your world. In other words, you're expecting this. Yeah, you've built this up. This is how you want these people. Right. To you. Be. you well, yeah. No, I'm guilty of that like yeah. crazy. I've discovered, that, I've discovered that more recently than ever yeah. is that the things I was doing was to get something in return instead of actually doing it. Yeah. That's a huge thing. That's a huge revelation in your mind to go, I wanted that person to react. I didn't, I didn't want to, I, I wanted to give them something, but I wanted them to react and then they didn't. I felt bad. So that's why I would say from the get go, you're better off saying, I want to do this for my brother. Right. Instead of, I'll see how he responds. Yeah, hopefully yeah. he comes yeah. back to me on this. But Brett, but also, Brett's right. It's a dick move to sell it and never once say, hey, if it weren't for you, I'd have never – and even just say, here's 500 bucks. Yeah. I can't afford to give it all to you, but I want to let you know I, that I thought of you the whole time. And That's all you want. It's is also somebody the indicator. Fuel. You're right. And if he hasn't done anything in between that time to right. make it feel, feel like this is a good brother, then you've got – you know, he's a taker. Yeah. Yeah. Notice how quiet Toledo is because he still hasn't paid for that fantasy football league like five years ago. <laughs> it still floats through the building here every time he and Dom walk by each other. You can feel that tension, man. It's like a big block was, of frozen it was, cheese. It was eight years ago. <laughs> eight years ago. He should be on statue limitations yeah. right there. Well, it's up for him. But, you know, statue- the Italian, I'm going with the Italian. He knows statute <laughs> yeah. limitations. Come on. But there's statute of limitation on, uh, like, you know, sexual assault as well. But the person who is violated never forgets. <laughs> So you're off the hook. Good for you. But he knows not to play fantasy football with Toledo, even though he's done it eight years in a row after. Stupid. I know not to go to Hooters with Rich because he'll stick you with the tap. <laughs> <laughs> he walks out of events. All right, folks, you had a great time with me tonight. You really appreciate it.
We'll talk to you next time. It was your pleasure. Yeah, I got some to go. I'm going to grab that real quick. Bills are coming. Adios, Chief. There was no to go. You got a couple to go. (laughs) (laughs) I got a couple to go. You know what? I'm going to get a few to goes here. I got kids. They're waiting in the car. They're going to want some wings. All of them. Yeah, (laughs) every kid out there. So, yeah, it's uh, you know, it could be fun. Like Brady's right. I think it would be fun if you have a, a, a black Puerto Rican girlfriend with a great sense of humor. Uh, you can say, hey, or you want to have, have some fun, fun with this. my Archie Bunker <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. But keep in mind the words Puerto Rican very rarely associated with mild temperament. Temper. Full temper. <laughs> oh, yeah. She'll stab you in yeah, the neck. She's going to stab going. your racist dad. Yeah. Easy going. Go with the flow type of gal. I don't really see Puerto Rican as the thing to go, hey, let's introduce this hothouse to my racist dad. She's going to understand. She's very understanding. Non-reactionary. Someone will learn that day. Yeah. She's one of them mild uh, Latinas that we hear so much about. Is there an oxymoron? No. One of those real mild-mannered Latina girls that just takes all the punches and walks right through them. Very rarely does she say, what did you say? Hold my baby. What did you say? That's my girlfriend, Carlita. We're in trouble, Dad. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, I'm going to kill you and your dad for bringing me here. I didn't know you were dating Rosie Perez. Yuck. <laughs> what Yuck. do you say? Yuck. We got greens. That's the one that would do <laughs> That it. should make you happy. Your dad is a dick. I told you. I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. fun. And the first introduction is, yuck. Yuck. <laughs> you didn't tell it's me. On. She was one of them people. <laughs> oh, what do you say? That's all you're going to hear all night long. That's it. I like dancing with the stars, except for when the brown town starts. <laughs> what do you say? I don't like to watch them shaking around, making their Baby batter. That's it. Hold my baby. Watch yourself. Hold my baby. <laughs> Hold my baby. You know that's happening. Yeah, you know what? Puerto Ricans are not people who are like, look, she, it's cool. She's Puerto Rican. She'll she'll take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> it's cool. That's a group of people that reacts. <laughs> my Puerto Rican black girlfriend and my racist dad. Oh, why don't you just say, hey, here's my oil can and here's a lighter. <laughs> just don't do it. There you go. That, my friends is exactly what Brady did. You were right, man. We should do this thing.